This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. Welcome to the new year, 2021. Who would believe it? It's come around so quick, (laughs) and yet so slow. Last year was such a long time of lots of waiting for things to change, and they didn't, and now we're still dealing with a lot of the similar things. Anyway, I hope that you feel slightly different about this coming year, that it's a year of possibility and that you feel that you can make some progress. It's a challenging time for all of us and my best wishes come to you at the start of this new year. Starting the year with your alpacas. It's been interesting with the cold weather, there's been a definite change in the behaviour. The animals have got a lot, the girls particularly, have got a lot more hungry. (laughs) They've really been keen on their food and crowding around when I've been putting coming out of the uh, tack room with the, the buckets full of food, etc. So that's been an, an interesting thing. It's been very, very cold. We've had some really good frozen ground. I say good because it helps keep the number of parasites down. It breaks the, the parasite cycle, brings the, the burden down. So that's a good thing. We need to have proper weather at the proper time of year. And cold weather in the winter, for us at least in this part of the world, cold winter is normal and what we should be having. It's been very wet and wet and wet, and then it went cold. So we've had some really hard ground and some good frosts. We woke up and it was really white, but it was all frost. <laughs> snow, snow. We've had a bit of flurry in the in the air, but nothing to speak of. And I know some of you have had lots and lots of snow, and that's okay. You can keep it. I'm very happy with the frost. Uh, the snow just gets in the way, really, but there we go. So, Happy New Year. One of our females who you will have heard of numbers of times, is Hermione. Hermione is one of the older girls, one of our original five that we started with, five pregnant females we began. And yeah, she's actually getting older. She's showing her age a bit. She's struggling a little bit. And with the cold weather and stuff, and it, and it was wet. And it was, I'm thinking, particularly with the wet and then the cold, she needs a bit of extra protection. So I thought, we'll put a coat on. So we well, I managed to corner her <laughs> in the stable. Um, she doesn't really like, she likes having the coat. She's, well, okay having the coat on. I've just got to redefine what I'm talking about here. Um, she's okay having the coat on. I don't think you say that she liked it, but she's okay having the coat on. The process of putting it on, not so keen. Okay, so I managed to get her in the stable, close the doors, and she managed to stand for me in a corner where I could put the the coat on. Mm, Slightly reluctant, but there we go. So that was good. So that was something we needed to do and we managed to do some of the food. I got some good supplies of food, which have included sugar beet, which we soak. There you get the pellets and then you soak it. It's sugar beet with some molasses in there. We got some alpha A, which is chopped up alfalfa with some molasses on it. Now, the benefit of the molasses is it's quick energy because it's What's well, in the food, it's straight in the stomach, straight, it gets absorbed quickly and it can be processed quickly and turned into keeping them warm without having to go to the fat reserves, particularly the, the brown fat. The brown fat's good stuff and we don't want to run those reserves down through the winter 
we can help that. So we give them energy, food, which will allow them to stay warm. So that's the idea. And they've been having some dried peas as well, the extra protein, particularly the pregnant females, really helpful for them through the winter. So the winter's a challenging time. Lots of hay, they've been having extra hay. The grass is kind of, they like grazing, but there's not a lot of goodness there. So a lot of it's coming from the, the hard food, the pellet food that we feed them. So they've been having extra rations and these extra bits added in, which is really good. So the coat and the extra food, and that's good. Hermione's doing well. Well, the little one, Gwentlian, she wasn't doing so well. That's Hermione's little. She is little. She's smaller than the others. Last, she got left behind. The, the others were... They were other day they were down the far end of the lake and I called them and they all came down which was great but uh, Gwendolyn was at the back really she kind of came really slowly plod 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 and I don't like to see that always makes me a little bit concerned so I've been keeping an eye on her and she's a lot better and some of the other little ones I've put coats on as well it really helps them just perks them up quite a lot um, so not having to to use the energy to keep warm and so that's that's been been good so Gwendolyn got a coat as well <laughs> So poor old Hermione, she didn't really like me putting a coat on her little one. And she, she's she got this amazing, deep, mm, mm, I can't make the sound. I'll have to I'll see if I've got a recording anyway. I can slip it in another time. I can't I can't find it immediately. I've tried, I have tried. But otherwise, I'll try and get a recording. But this is her concerned mum noise. And she kind of takes off <laughs> the little one away from me. And that uh, she was making that noise as soon as I put the coat on, she took her off and, and she didn't finish her, her breakfast, which is a shame. So I'm trying to help. I'm trying to give her extra food. I'm trying to give her a coat. Trying to, oh, now the coat <laughs> needs straightening because the coat started riding up, as it does. Because she has a little roll, she moves around, she bends down and she grazes and she does X, Y, Z. So the coat starts riding up. So I'm looking at this and she's looking at me, looking at her and she gets <laughs> really suspicious of me. And won't let me anywhere near her. And, and I end up chasing her a bit. And I thought, uh, this, as soon as you start they're running away from you, forget that. You need to d- find a different strategy. So I ended up closing the gates and moved her and positioned her. So she went into the stable, closed the doors of the stable. And then we're in a much smaller space. Always get them into a smaller space. And then was able to get her to stand in the corner. And I straightened up the, the belts. Because they've got two belt uh, sort of uh, belly straps uh, Velcro connected to the, the coat. And yeah, they were a little bit, they were moving and, and they all kind of moved to the front. And so the, the coat's not covering the back end at all. Uh, she's not really getting the full protection that I'd like to give her. So I was trying to straighten this coat. It's it's my, my neat mind as well. I liked it. Well, it's not very straight. I need to straighten that. Uh, sometimes you just need to leave it alone. But if it comes up too much, then it needs straightening. So that's what I did. Straightened the coat and got her in. And then she gets really really suspicious. So every time she then comes down, she stands and waits and waits and watches and then she, she'll she come down for the food. I got to the point where she didn't come down for the food. She just stood at the fence and watched. All the others are happily eating, but while I was there, no way was she coming down. She didn't trust me. Oh dear. So I started trying to leave her alone as much as possible and only straighten the coat when I really needed to. So I managed to get her in um, and sort out the coat and got it in a better position. It seems to be more stable now. It doesn't seem to keep riding up. And we've been using sugar sugar beet, which we've got to soak. When I put that out the first time, I'm sorry, this is a strange spell. Don't recognise this. What's going on? And then I actually sprinkled some dried peas on the top. Dried peas. They love the dried peas. It's a real treat for the alpacas, is the dried peas. So that kind of 
oh, we'd have the dried peas, we recognise that. And then accidentally, I think they probably took a little bit of, particularly Hermione, she took a little bit of the sugar beet and thought, oh, I remember this. And then she's, and there she is, she's eating the peas, but she's also eating the rest. Of, I think this is so good because it build, builds up her um, condition, which then helps her to carry on feeding the milk for the little one who is smaller and needs to catch up. So it all kind of, I couldn't get the little one to feed um, particularly plays with the food a bit, but she's still taking milk. So feed the mum, give her milk, uh, help her to get the milk to, to feed the little ones. So it's, it's a kind of a balance. It's a tricky time of year, to be sure, to get the the balance of how much you interfere and, and protect them and how much you leave them to, to get on with it. So, But if there's a suspicion, do get involved to help make sure that they're protected as much as you can with a coat. Uh, if necessary, keep them in and that kind of thing. So... Now they're much, much more happy. And it's just shifted again. It's now gone back to being wet, uh, less cold and wet. But as soon as it started to warm up, they all, all of the alpacas, all the girls particularly, looked so much happier because it was much more, I don't know, they, they, they were st- they're starting to get a little bit uncomfortable and were not enjoying the weather. So it was really nice for them to, to be able to have a bit a better weather without it being really cold <laughs> and they put up with the wet for that. So that's good. So I've been closing in. Oh, wind spins around so quickly. So we've got a north, northerly wind. So that's blowing in through the shutters. So I close the shutters and then it's dark in there. So I leave the lights on. <laughs> What's it like? Uh, you try all these different techniques and different strategies and, uh, and then you come out a frosty morning, particularly came out. There's all these patches on the ground where they, where they were, <laughs> And it's all the frost is on them, not the, the thing. I'll put some pictures in the, the the on the website show notes at least. There'll be some pictures there of the the frost on the fleece, because the insulation effect of the fleece means that the, the frost can settle and and doesn't doesn't just melt. So that's what we've been up to with uh, with the girls, particularly Hermione and the little ones, and everyone seems a lot happier at the moment, which is really nice. And then. <laughs> Tomorrow, who knows? One of these things that it changes so quickly. So we need to keep our eyes and keep observant. Watch the toes uh, and particularly between the toes and any foot foot injuries, particularly with the, the cold weather and any thorns that might be around. Watch for any food that they get access to that they shouldn't be eating, like, you know, the poisonous plants. Just make sure that they're not getting access to those because there's nothing else around. Um, brambles is okay, but some of the other stuff... They're eating. I'm, I'm restricting access and making sure I clear clear all that away. Make sure they've got plenty of hay. They they do enjoy that, and it's it's beneficial for them. They do need it this time of year. And the dry food. Think about boosting where where appropriate. And uh, yeah, so that's how we've started our new year with the alpacas. And then the other day I was out, and it was just such a beautiful day. So I was out there, and what comes next is my my, what would you call it? Audio diary, I think. An audio diary of me sitting down by the lake. So here we are, uh, 7th of January, and it's the first time we've had some ice actually on the lake. It's really gone quiet. There's not a lot of, that's really, (laughs) it has been really quiet. There's an airplane rumbling in the background. But the, um, the wind has dropped and just meant the water's been still. So there's a square end of the the narrow end of the lake which is kind of bounded with concrete and it's 
it's because it's so still it allows the ice to start building up and it creeps up the lake we got probably about to halfway up the lake um there's a reed island about halfway up and it's the ice is kind of wrapping around that a bit uh sun's getting on it now and it probably won't last very long but it's uh, not too thick the water trough for the alpacas on the other hand that was really quite thick that was probably about a centimeter thick and uh, so I've broken that and opened it up for them so that they can drink. But this is the first... We've had a, a string of really cold days and nights. And uh, it gradually, I think, cools down. And then it allows the, the ice to start really building. The ground feels very solid and hard underfoot. It's not giving like it normally does. It's normally very wet and muddy. But it's actually quite solid at the moment. And on the grass where the alpacas have been, you can see all these little patches of grass surrounded by frost. And it's where the alpacas have been sat down overnight. So they actually spent the night out. <laughs> you can see this corner of the field was a favourite. And they seem to have survived. There's quite a number of them got frost on their back. Uh, the darker ones you can see much more clearly, of course. But you've got all this frost on their, on their fleece because it's insulated from the body heat. And it'll, it'll go once they've had a bit of sun on and stuff, but it's uh, it's quite striking. <laughs> some of them look like they're getting very old. but uh, Well, some of them are, but it's actually this time it's the frost on their backs. And uh, some of the little ones with their coats on, the coats are really covered in... Uh, definitely covered in, in the ice, or oh, the, the frost. And one of the little ones is off up on the slope at the moment, gone higher, so she's uh, able to stand broadside with the sun shining on her on her black coat so she's white but she's got a black coat on keep her warm and she's just enjoying the sun I think just standing there having a look around there's another airplane do you know it's been so quiet for airplanes so quiet just commented on it the other day and they, I don't know where they're going I don't think anybody wants to have anybody arrive here from <laughs> from anywhere or to go anywhere from the UK, but anyway, there's obviously a few more aeroplanes flying around. Down the far end on the on the finger, there's a finger that sticks out into the middle of the lake, and there's a, a, a vague waving of large black wings. There's no wind to dry them today. There's a cormorant down there sat on the end. Obviously been fishing in the water and just trying to dry off. It's not going to work very well until the sun gets across. It'll be a little bit longer yet before the sun comes out. In the mornings we get the sun that comes down hits the top of the hill on the far side uh, which is actually to the west it catches the top of the hill catches the sun and then it creeps down into the valley and then across the valley and then across to this side where the buildings are on the house and it's it's at least one o'clock or so before the sun gets over here and, and there are some parts of the valley now this time of the other sun's so low it doesn't actually get any sun at all so it's frozen like this particularly if we get snow and then it it melts and then it freezes, we can end up where it's solid ice. I mean, it just doesn't get any sun on it to, to sort of melt it or anything. Um, but generally, it's been cold, but not that icy and stuff. We've got off lighter than a lot of other places. And the wind, as I say, has dropped. It has been coming from the north, which is pulling, pulling all the, the cold air down. But at the moment, it's fairly still. I think we've got some northwestish wind due later. Um, there's another front coming in from the further up north uh, and, and down and across, and I'm not sure 
whether we'll get any rain or even snow. It's cold enough, but the clouds are very, very sparse. Got lots of blue, blue sky. So I'll put some hay down in the field for the alpacas, and they're working their way through that, and the others are settling down in the sun. And the little one who was was <laughs> standing broadside is now sat facing. She's very good at turning the right direction, so she's getting as much warmth from the sun as she can. Poor little thing. She's quite small, and therefore she gets colder than the, the bigger ones, I think. Uh, keeping an eye on her, trying to keep her warm, keep her fed, keep my mum fed as well. She's still taking milk, but... Uh, Hmm, there you go. So it's a, a beautiful, beautiful morning. Lovely reflections on the water, which is very still, where it's the old stocking pond. And then you've got the ice. And just the colours all rusts and little touches of green with the, the ivy. And the green, green grass. No, it's green, green, but it's not grass. Over where the alpacas are, there's a lot of moss over there on that slope. And it needs a good old raking out, pulling out making some space for some grass to grow. Hey, we can live in hope, eh? So we shall look forward to the spring when it comes, but meanwhile we'll make what we can of the winter. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.